0: Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off the Bench podcast, and here is where your courageous life starts. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. Now I tell you what, by now we're all sick to death of this bloody pandemic and um, a lot of people have, you know, really become a little bit sort of, um, well, depressed as, you know, some people have, but also some people have become a bit, I don't know what to do. I'm starting to get a bit lethargic, you know, I'm wearing down and it, and it really is becoming thin. However, one of the best ways to make yourself feel great is to serve others. And um, while we're not always motivated to do that, if we can get off off the bench and go do that, it's a wonderful thing to do. One person who has been doing that, and uh, I'm just absolutely, you're going to love this story, is DJ Nigel. Well, Nigel Beck, but we all call him DJ Nigel. Let me tell you a bit about Nigel. So, Nigel Beck brought disco to town in the 1970s and nearly 50. 50 years later, is still keeping the dance floor jam-packed. He's effortlessly worked his way through vinyl, CD and now digital. Nigel and his combi van Deidre are regularly spotted around Gippsland, that's in Australia, spreading the love of music and sharing the good vibes of love in and for the community he adores. But it's not just Deidre the combi. Nigel also shares the stage with Deidre's little sister, Audrey the Vesper. The really cool thing about Deidre and Audrey is that All the DJ equipment they house is completely battery solar powered, which means they're environmentally friendly and can be taken totally off the grid. And for indoor events, Nige works without his friends on wheels, but inside or out, his keen gift for reading the room and the mood has every event grooving just as it should. DJ Nige is totally up for creating a vibe wherever people are. So on the street, your driveway, cafe, beach, market, festival, wedding, wherever. But recently due to COVID, the usual way of doing business has come to a grinding halt. Rather than hold back the joy, Nige and Deidre hit the streets in the hometown of Warrigal, playing tunes and entertaining passers-by, as restrictions allowed, of course. But the slight easing of restrictions has offered Nige and Deidre the opportunity to hit the road and take the music to the people in their very own joyful tour, (laughs) that's awesome, to lift the spirits of locals with the support of Destination Gippsland, local councils and the Victorian Government. DJ Nige says, the link between mental health well-being and music is well researched and documented. This is the one thing I can do to lift community spirit and bring some joy back into our towns. Welcome Nige.
1: Thanks Kaz, I've got a big smile on my face listening to you talk about me. <laughs>
0: course you have <laughs> that's i keep saying jj Knight. <laughs> <laughs> i love talking about you Nigel. I, I don't usually i oh, do you? i do i don't normally read it out in a, you know in such a formal way but i usually bang on a bit about you when i yeah, chatting to people because i think you're a bloody champ you you oh. your community spirit is um you know i don't think rivaled by any you're just you,
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, thank you. You, know,
0: you just love your community. And I, and I want to ask you about that once we get into the interview. But you're just, um, no, you're just a lovely, lovely, lovely guy. And, and I think the world needs more men like you.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm sure we're about...
0: <laughs> we just got to find you where are you <laughs> we we can see you because you're driving around in Deirdre, the <laughs> what color do you call it i'd say aqua or turquoise but what do you yeah doing?
1: she's an aqua green she's very popular I, like i was lucky to find her in that color because she really pops in photos and
0: oh, yeah. yeah
1: it's um it was very exciting
0: she's a gorgeous yeah. combi uh you, you know i always get this um idea, one day I'm going to buy a combi and I'm going to deck it out and I'm going to drive around Australia and, you know, just me and my combi, how fantastic. I better take Nick or she'll kill me. But you know what I mean? Um, go for a, And and then I forget about it and then I see you and I think, oh, the combi idea, the combi idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how everyone loves combis or they've got a Volkswagen story. Oh, yeah. They'll come and chat and so it's not hard to talk about Voxies and combis. Oh,
0: they're gorgeous. I've even got a combi um, mask you know, face mask for this.
1: So have I, I got one in an event. <laughs> oh, no, I
0: saw yours on Instagram. A lady
1: gave it to me after I did a driveway gig for her husband. <laughs> so that was beautiful. Oh, isn't that yeah, awesome? It was lovely. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, they look pretty good. Well, tell us about the journey that led you to like realising your dream as a DJ. I'm sure you didn't wake up when you were, you know, two years old and go, wow, I want to be a DJ. Or did you?
1: Um, no, not really. i like I, I'm a motor mechanic by trade, and um, I was in I was in Port Moresby with my family, and I finished school in Form Four, and um, and my mother um, was a PA for the guy, the uh, executive officer Burns Philp, and like his which had cars and boats and stuff and said um so no you have to leave school you're really not smart enough <laughs> to stay so um so you can be a motor mechanic or you, or you can be a motor mechanic and so um so that's how i started that and then they left Port as we ended up in back in australia and um went from place to place for a while ended up in warrigal and started doing my apprenticeship at philip collins ford in warrigal and um and then which, like, I didn't like it, they didn't like me. Like, I met some lovely blokes there, um, and but they, you know, we both worked out that it wasn't, being a mechanic wasn't the thing. So I was just, I don't know whether it was, I don't know, just music. I, I when I became, I actually was 17, 18, and I went and did a trial as a, as a bar person at the club hotel for a bloke by the name of Graham Isaacson, and he put me on a trial. and. Ended up getting a job there, and um, I used to take my stereo down there um, when I wasn't working and just play oh, tunes. How fabulous! So that's that's how it started, I suppose.
0: And what what happened? Like just people people started um, loving it. Well, or?
1: yeah, yeah. That's where I met Kath, actually, my wife. So she was a nurse, and um, she used to come down to the club hotel with her mates and dance in front of the jukebox and dance when I was playing tunes. So that's how we met. Oh. Um, Anyway, then it got to the stage of um, about 1976, I think, 77, and I went. There's another pub in Wairoa called the Railway, and which people might know as the Sports Bar, and which is more famous as. Anyway, I went down there and went and saw um, a bloke by the name of Bill Jans, and he had two sons. And uh, so I said, "Have you heard of this thing called disco?" And they, I can't remember what their response was. Anyway, the end result was I. I rented some gear from a bloke in Yarram in Woodside and rented that. And I started playing tunes down at the Railway Hotel three nights a week. So for, um, yeah, so that's how it got started. So that was back in the days of Saturday Night Fever.
0: Wow. And everybody just loved it and you just kept doing it.
1: Yeah. Well, it's Wyrggle's first disco. So, yeah. So it's very exciting.
0: You would have got a buzz anyway, watching everybody dancing and really loving what you're doing.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, it was, um, I can remember going to the record shop and buying my vinyl and, um, yeah, it was exciting times, yeah. Kath and her friends made posters for me and stuck them up around town and, yeah, so it was, um, that's how we got going.
0: Ah, that's awesome. You and I would have been um, rivals back then. Really? Because I was, yeah, because I, I was playing at the Railway Hotel and places like that. In, in the band oh. and, you know, back then it was like, you know, band versus DJ.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and you put a, fo- a, a photo on Instagram the other day of, you know, back in the 70s at the, at the railway and I looked at that picture and I thought, oh, my God, I can just see myself on stage back then with all those haircuts and, Oh, know. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh. No, it was, um, it was fun times. Like I, I still run into people that used to go there. Yeah. So it was, it was amazing, so that's that's how I got going. That's how I got going as a DJ, that's how I got going in small business. So people like, don't want to digress too too much, but I, I just love playing music, but I just love being in small business. That's, that's my jam, I suppose, being self-employed, that's good.
0: Yeah, and I think the good thing about that is, too, with the work that you do, you know, you, you want to have just that flexibility to be able to do whatever you want whenever you want.
1: Mm, absolutely.
0: Decide who gets a cheap one and who gets a dear one and, you know. <laughs> yes, which I always
1: battle with that. So how much you charge? Oh, my God, I've got to talk about that, do I? <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> well, aren't we bad with that? Like, there's I think most of us... Are really uncomfortable with the money part
1: yeah absolutely absolutely it's terrible yep.
0: I am I know I am you know I've got a fee but you know I, I people say how much do you charge and I'm like oh well always
1: requires a lot of thought
0: <laughs>
1: and I come from a, from a good side like I don't want to charge people too much I, I just you know like I'm, I hate rejection that's one of my failings Um yes. but I, I just want to come up with a fair price um, and, um, you know, that we're both happy with. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And so that was back in the 70s and you've been DJing like weekly or more, you know, sometimes, uh, like you said back then, three three nights a week. But, you know, yeah. you just everywhere, like every venue around the place, there's there's Nige. But... um you know you and you've become a a household name everyone knows particularly where we are DJ Nige DJ Nige and you've got it on your license plates so you can't miss <laughs> yes, it you can't no. miss you you know but yeah, how, yeah. how has COVID impacted you
1: um well it's stopped the events business um and I'm fortunate enough to be on JobKeeper but not everyone was successful in um like mm. I'm a uh, you know, like I worked with contracts and stuff, and um, mm. so I was just lu- lucky to, to have that, which has kept us both going, but kept, kept Kath and I mm. going, Where it doesn't cost much for us to live, but still it's nice to have that support. Um, mm. And it's really, you know, like, it's it's certainly dried up the, the, the wedding business and anything with a dance floor. Um, and I'm just so lucky where Um, having Deidre and, and Audrey the Vesper and, and having different ways of playing music. Um, like I play at the bank in Warragul, which is a small club and, um, as you alluded to before, um, and function spaces, but it's really, um, you know, it's been awesome that I've been able to get up the street and just play some music and just sort of keep, keep my hand in, I suppose. And I've just, um, that's, Mm. that's been really good. Um, and as you said before, how I can just pull up, because I've just, PA is operated by battery and solar, so I can just go anywhere and play music. So she's a good model for, you know, for, for someone like me.
0: Yeah, and I saw, saw a few of your pictures, you know, where you just pull up anywhere around town yeah. You know, and and just start playing, and people were just appreciating it so much, and you know that's just what you saw. But I also heard people saying things about, oh God, that Nige is fantastic. You know, I just went into Safeway, and here he was out the front playing, and made my day.
1: You it know, does, yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, I just love it. But since um. A uh, COVID has struck too, and you're talking about you know going on JobKeeper and but also being a small business and needing to needing to survive anyway. And it's about you know I think the key with this COVID stuff is, um, can you can you pivot? I hate that word now. We're getting a bit mm, sick save, of it, but save. you know can can you change something you're doing? You know to. Uh, not only to keep yourself upright, but also to serve others. And so you sort of, you turned Deidre into, and this is why I wanted to get you on Get Off The Bench, not not only because you're a bloody great person, you're a great mate of mine, you're just doing some incredible stuff, but the way you have gotten off the bench, you know, several times, but particularly in COVID, and you've really been a shining light to people, you know, to say, hey, there are different ways of doing things, and you turned Deidre into a delivery van.
1: Yes. So, um, yes, that's right. And so I was thinking that back in the early, early days of the pandemic about what else I can do. And um, and a lot of people were doing, as we know, with takeaways and mm. like, you know, how good has it been? How yeah. people in the hospitality business have um, done what they've done to keep their um, selves alive. Mm. Um, with deliveries, and so I had that thought. I I probably left a little bit. I I have this fault where I think about things a bit too much, a <laughs> bit too long, and so I probably missed that that spurt of deliveries right at the beginning. But still, um, I do um, at at the moment. I do deliveries for a pantry um, for a deli in Warrigal and um, and uh, for another gift shop, and uh, so it's been it's been awesome. And Kez, you you, you haven't and lucky cars don't have feelings but i also have another little car and um he's bright yellow he's a little ute he's the 1987 suzuki mighty boy and
0: ah, mighty uh, Boy! Th- mighty boy oh, yeah i missed mighty boy so, so i
1: have it's mighty boy and 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 my mighty boy is is taking the brunt of the of the delivery so um when i i need a bit more space i'll grab Deidre, but my mighty boy who's about three meters long and um <laughs> And and he's my little promo car because he's sign written and I just leave him around town yeah. and just on, on, on promo duties. And <laughs> i just park him anywhere and just leave him there for a couple of days. <laughs> and um, anyway, so yeah, we've been out doing deliveries and uh, it's been so, that's been really good. I find that really enjoyable. Mm. Deliveries with a, with a smile and a, June.
0: oh i think it's wonderful and you and that's what you've been doing too pulling up at places dropping off stuff and playing a tune and people are like yes. what the hell is this <laughs> with the biggest <laughs> smile on their face <laughs> it's wonderful oh uh,
1: yeah 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 no that's that's probably being a little shining light i i hope that continues on with driveway you could always call it driveway disco i suppose mm. um yeah so i'll just go to someone someone calls me and say hey can you deliver this present round to my friend's house and I'll pull up and, and I'll have their three favorite songs. So, um, just blast. And I remember I did a job for a, um, a girl who was leaving her, her job to have a baby yeah. at the Shire. And so we went to her house and, um, uh, her name was Noel. And so I play Teenage yeah. Dirtbag by Wheatus <laughs> yeah. and, uh, which meant as Noel. Anyway, so I just, Pulled out the driveway and hit play, and it was just blasting. And it took about a minute! It's amazing how long it takes for people to register. I think, what the? You know, what is that music? Where's that music coming from? What is that? And I said, "Oh, that's quite loud." And then, then they eventually opened their front door, and and there it is. There, there I am. So it's it's been that's but that is like heartwarming. It's beautiful.
0: That's uh, you haven't been um, confused with Mr. Whippy.
1: Um, no, no, but. I, <laughs> I spend my time sometimes on, on Facebook just look, looking at cars and thinking about other angles. And Mr. Whippy Van, would, that would be cool to have an ice cream van.
0: Yeah, yeah. Without that dingley music, you yeah, can you can blast right. your cool tunes yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. And I saw that you you, you were doing that uh, same thing for Father's Day. You know, getting mm. grabbing the gift boxes or the the, the yeah. food, food platter boxes and taking them to dads.
1: Yes, so that was really fun. Now, I can remember. Um one in, in particular, and and um, he was dancing with his wife and his two beautiful daughters. They were all booging in in the driveway. Um so they were really dancing like no one was watching, so which was awesome.
0: Oh, since restrictions, so all of that's been around the Warrigal area because you know we've been in lockdown and you know you can only travel so far. but they've lifted restrictions quite a bit now in um Gippsley, uh, you know, yep. regional Victoria. And you've set up this gorgeous little tour which is, the joyful yeah. tour of Gibson I love that, and, and I love that. So what? Um, so what are you doing with that? Um,
1: well, I always had in my mind back in March when I was up the street that um, playing and just got such a great reaction. And I thought, when this is over, and we all thought it was going to be over by now, like we thought it was going to be, you know, in our past by now. But um, when it was over, I just like. <clears throat> Just go and go to more places and play music, and so, sort of like, a, as a celebration and sort of spread some joy. And um, so, that's how it came back. And um, and some of the shires are supporting it. In fact, um, I was talking um, with Andrew from La Trobe City, and I said, What do you think of this idea? He said, Nigel, I love it. And he said, We're actually looking at sp- with our residents, we want to um, just give them a bit of joy. So it wasn't actually me that came out with the name, it was actually Andrew. So I I developed it to the Joyful Tour. So so thanks, Andrew, for that. Yeah. And um, so DJ Nigel's um, Joyful Tour. So just as music, as we know, just spreads spreads joy. And um, Mm. so just got on the phone and started emailing. and. and then destination Gippsland, visit Gippsland came on board and the Shires came on board. And um, so I, I had in my mind, I'd sort of start one end of Gippsland and work my way back, but it's sort of yeah. um, hasn't sort of worked out like that, but it's, um, there are more uh, Shires coming on board now and still fir- firming updates. So I've got it underway, like we're we're patching it together and we're out and about and and spreading some joy, which is awesome.
0: Mm. So, have you done Latrobe area yet?
1: Not yet, not yet. So that's going to be um, probably around the end of October. Yeah. And um, in East Gippsland, it'll be the first week of November, and and then it just goes from goes from there. So Wellington, as you. Said before, um, and and Bore there's a couple of dates happening there. And yeah, so it's mm. great.
0: And so Wellington, I'm in Wellington, so I get yes. I get first dibs at Nige. That's fantastic. Yes. And so you're you're. I'd see that there's um, you've just done Rosedale, and then you've yes. got um, Yarram this weekend on the 17th yes. of October, Hayfield yep. on the 24th of October, yes, Locksport on the 31st of October. Yep. Port Albert, seventh of November, yep. and Mafra on the fourteenth of November. Now, are they all? They're all Saturdays, okay? So
1: they're all Saturdays, yeah.
0: So ten to one, and what do you? Um, I'm going to put it on the in the show notes anyway, where you're going to be at all those places. But you just sort of uh, pick a spot that, that a lot of people are walking past, and then just set up, Deidre, and go for it. Um,
1: now I've been working with this lovely lady in the Wellington show named Allison, and she gives me the spots, and um. Yeah. and make sure I've got the appropriate permits and stuff. And um, yeah, so it's, it's, been, it's been really good. So I'm not sure where I'm going to be in Yarm, but I'll get an email. And, um, and actually, funnily, I've had some communication from a couple of businesses in Port Albert, and Port Albert is so excited about me coming. So that's, so that's good. Like, I haven't been to Port Albert for years, so I'm really look, looking forward to getting on near, near the jetty and stuff. So, so that'd be mm. fun.
0: we well, are going to have to get some fish and chips from that little groovy little shop.
1: I know. Oh, yeah. They're
0: the best. Yeah.
1: They are the best. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and you be sitting there looking over the water and, oh, what a... See, you've got the best job. Like, Sim I do. Yeah, I keep saying I've got the best job in the world doing get off the bench, but I reckon I actually think I have to sit back and take a second seat to you because... You get to drive around everywhere with these great views, putting on the music, just standing there, dancing away to your own tunes and other people are walking past a big smile on their face. I mean, you really can't get much more joy than that, can you?
1: Yeah, no, it's it's very cool. It's, um, but, and, and I guess you would understand this as well, and probably I shouldn't share this with, with, with too many people, but I actually, it's playing music is a fun thing like it, it's an awesome job and and i do have to pinch myself that I actually came up with that idea but it is a job like anything else mm. so it's it's work and it's a, a you know work it comes with you know a bit of stress and it comes with you know perhaps you don't feel like going out to work that day and stuff so you know you it's it's a bit of psyche involved with it and um but you know, like it is when I'm there, and like funnily enough, I still get n- nervous with any 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 job that I do. I still, you know, wonder myself how it's going to go, and you mm. know, is everyone going to have a good time? And it's got KPIs, yeah. like it,
0: yeah,
1: like with with anything else. So, um, but. It is. It is like people tell me I'm living the dream, which I am, driving a combi and playing tunes. So that's <laughs> that's awesome.
0: And and pulling up at really cool places too. Yeah. Yes. And it, because yes. like you say, you know, having it off the grid, you know, you can just pull up at the beach, you know, and start playing tunes. And yeah. So that's, most other businesses have got so many limitations in that regard, but you haven't. You're just like there. I am. Here yeah. I am.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. Like I've got it as my friend Erica says to me, Nigel, no, you've got the best business model. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I do a few markets and I watch the hardworking people that sell food at markets and they set up their marquee and they bring all their staff, and they get the heat going and it's like they're really yeah. like seriously hard work. So whereas me, I've sort of got it pretty pat, down pat mm,
0: now. Yeah, I think it's yeah. wonderful. And you, it's interesting you're talking about you know, uh, being nervous, you know, and wondering how it's going to go and that sort of stuff. I think that, um, you know, a lot of people experience that, and they feel like, you know, I'm the only one who experiences it. Everybody else looks like they've really got their stuff together, you know, and they look so yeah. cool and they look so um, calm. But it's it's so good to hear you say that because it's just it's just pointing out that everybody feels this nervousness and stress before they do anything, you know.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And not just before they do anything or the whole time, you know, it's kind of, because when I do workshops, I'm constantly on it, you know, stress-wise. Am I hitting the mark? Is everybody getting this? Do you, you know, are people going to leave with a result? Do you, you know, and yeah. it's, it's not just a matter of just blurting out some stuff and having fun. There's, so it kind of, you know, it's, it's almost surprising actually that, that that stress does come with what you're doing. So I'm glad you shared that. You, you said oh, just between you. you and I, but all the listeners as well.
1: Hello, (laughs) world.
0: So now they know your secrets, yeah. (laughs) But
1: yeah, and it's and
0: when you say um. You know, like be, before I go, I sometimes I don't feel like going. And, oh, God, I can relate to that because, you know, all the speaking that I do and all the years of being on stage singing, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. oh, bloody hell, yeah. do I have to go? Yeah. I can't be bothered tonight. I'll be working all day. Now I've got to go sing and listen to drunk people, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, yeah. my God. But nine times out of ten, now I'm not going to say ten times out of ten because boy, I've met some dickheads in places I've sung. But, <laughs> you know, nine times out of ten, you know, you, you once you're on stage, like once you're you're grooving, you know, you oh, I'm glad I'm here. You know, this was great.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I've met some aw- fabulous people. Like, I, you know, like I just love probably, you know, going to the bank is probably one of my most fave jobs. Yeah. You know, like I've met. Like it's all age groups, like I play classic R&B and, um, you know, and you'll ask me what my most requested song is at the end of this. Of course, that's, um, that's the
0: DJ question. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's right.
0: <laughs> so don't and, answer um, yet.
1: But uh, no, um, but uh, like, yeah, it's um, I'm looking forward to getting that. And but then when I say that I'm sitting watching TV on a Saturday night Saturday night now and it's like 8.30. And if I'm working in the bank, I play from nine till two. And um, and I'm 8.30 at home watching Vera or something. I th- say to Kath, guess what? I- I'd be off to work by now. Mm. And I think I've, I've, that's something I've got to get my head around. Is, um, it's not, that's not going to be easy, like getting back into that, that night mode. Mm.
0: And we've become tired, haven't we? Like, we're just.
1: I reckon we have, yeah.
0: I'm exhausted all the time. And I keep saying that to Nikki, what the hell's wrong with me? I'm almost so tired all the time. But we're just not. Mm. And I think it's this um, sitting around all the time. I'm not saying we're just sitting around with our feet up yep. on the couch, because that's not the truth at all. But, you know, just the whole. Normally, you've got to get in the car, you got to go somewhere, you're thinking about this meeting and that meeting. And, you know, you, you're kind of wired all day. But at the moment, we're just. Yep. We're a bit sludgy. We still have to do all the meetings, but Zoom, and I think we've got f- screen fatigue as well, do you know. And
1: yeah, but I yeah. know what you
0: mean. I, I got to a point with age. I think it was age, but um, you know, playing gigs and finishing at one, then packing up all that gear, and then driving home, and sometimes it was an hour home, as you know, you'd know that yeah. feeling, and you get you're so bloody tired, you know, yeah, and yeah. and. I couldn't. Um, the next day, you know, I'd have no voice, and um, you know, I'd, I'd feel like I'd been run over by a truck. And yeah. I started. My drummer was drink, and you know, Gordon from our conferences yeah. or talk yeah. members, He started. He was drinking those um, not energy drinks, but those I don't know whatever they are. Those um you know the i don't know uh can the powerade you know those yeah, sort of yeah, drinks yeah. and i used to look at him like they're not good for you you, you shouldn't yeah. be drinking that crap and and i i got to a point i thought i'm going to try that and i swear you know and i i'm not big on promoting um junky sort of stuff but it was um I, that actually changed my life i could actually wake up the next morning and feel like i could still have a normal normal oh, wow. sunday That's yeah good. I that's I know good. I'm. I'm surprised I'm even, um, you know, promoting it, but I'm not promoting for them. Yeah. But I'm just. Yeah. It, it made a massive difference to me. Like, yeah. It Must have been um, so dehydrating. But anyway, uh, enough of the powerade. Ad- ad- <laughs> I'm going to have to try and ring them now and say, listen, I'm promoting you. Give us, give us some bucks. Yeah, give me some samples. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, just give me some money. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> that'll do. I don't need them anymore at the <laughs> minute. <laughs> but, but um, I wanted to ask you, you know, you're giving so much but you love Gippsland like, and, and you know, you've always got Gippsland signs here and I know that, you know, sometimes it's like Wellington, you know, giving you a sign to put up but you love it. You promote it so proudly and in, in all your posts you've got Gippsland, this, Gippsland, that. What made you love Gippsland so much? Um,
1: it's just a beautiful part of the world. It's like um, when, like after when I started music back in in the 70s, um, Kath and I got married, and we had our honeymoon on, on the Gold Coast, and um, Kath's a Warragul girl. Her parents actually ran the Warragul Car- Caravan Park, and, um, yeah. and we're coming back for our honeymoon and thinking, well, what are we going to do? Um, anyway, I can remember, and so we actually got into the clothing business. We opened up a little clothing shop, and um, remember, we spent $800 uh, it was Asian clothing, so we actually yeah. went down to Melbourne and and bought a couple of garbage bags full of clothes, and we set up this little shop, which is actually was right next door the the Railway Hotel. Um, but the point of the story is when we're in when we're in in Melbourne visiting the wholesalers, and they say, "Oh, where are you from?" I said, "We're from Warragul," and they say, oh, are you going to stay the night? Long way to go home?" And mm-hmm. think, "Oh no, it's only like a couple of hours up the road." Anyway, I just think Gippsland's is Victoria's best kept secret we don't it doesn't seemingly have the same share of mind as Bendigo, Ballarat, Shepparton um everyone knows basically where those places are Gippsland no um Mm. and I just think it's um and it's just such a gorgeous place to visit it's such a gorgeous place to live I just love love where I, I live I can just walk up the street for coffee and just walk along the creek and run the walking track and Mm -hmm. Um, and I just just fell in love with this place. It's just so convenient, so close in the middle, you know, middle to Mm. close to the snow, close to the city, close to the beaches. It's just the best place to be.
0: I used to say that to people. Like I'd have visitors from overseas and they'd say, you know how far is it to Melbourne when when I lived in Warrigal? Uh, an hour and a quarter. Uh, how far is it to the snow? An hour and a quarter. How far is it to the beach? An hour and a quarter. <laughs> Everything was yeah, like yeah. you know. But I've since moved you know up to Sale, and it's you know to for me to drive to Melbourne now. It's a you know nearly three and a half hour drive. Or you know it's it's kind of like oh, ah yeah. I really miss. The, the convenience and the central location of Warrigal, but you're right. It's yeah. It's one of those places that you know exactly what I said. You've got the city, the beach, the you know the mountains, the you, you, Everything's yeah. within really easy easy reach, and and the snow. You know, it's just yeah. I think it's a a bloody great place to live, but yeah. It yeah. is a little secret, and I I think that true when people come over to. From, you know, from another country or even from another state, they tend to go to Melbourne, you know, yeah. and, and tend not to stroll out. But, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's such a such a great place. What about your community spirit? Where did you get that from? Is that from your parents or...? Um, no, I guess, I guess
1: um, like, when we were in business, like, our clothing business developed and we ended up having a couple of shops and I joined the Chamber of Commerce and... Yeah, um, yeah. And I can remember when I was in the Warrigal Chamber of Commerce. You'd probably remember the Mardi Gras. Um, yeah, and we oh, used I to close, yeah, yeah, close down the streets and bring rides yeah. and stuff in. And so it's all it's all gone from then, I, I suppose. Um, um, there was actually jumping back a bit to when I was nineteen or twenty. Um, there was there was a Lions Club and they had an offshoot called Young Leos or Leos. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that. I don't think they're still going now but um, no. I joined that so we got that chapter going in Warragul and uh, uh, yeah so it's um, it's just bits and pieces like that I suppose and being involved mm-hmm. in schools um, with like a um, we actually moved to Ballara for six years which we loved um, and was on the school council there and uh, sort of yeah it was just have, having kids I suppose having our two girls that sort of you know, you you do get involved with it with the community. Mm.
0: And I think you you're right. You know, some some people have a a real pivotal moment. You know, that that one thing that happens that says, oh, there there was this ev- ev- event that happened and it just made me realise. But there are other people, and I'm a bit like more like you too, Nudge. That it's just a series of small events. Yeah. You know that that accumulate and um sort of build the person that you are. You yeah. know, just because of all the little things yeah so you're you're an amazing ally for women and we t- we talked about that at the start and we all love you for that and you, so you're on the um committee for women in Gippsland so how did you become the token male on the committee of women i am
1: very proud of that like to be to be the honorary male member of women in Gippsland There's not many people can claim no. that so <laughs> it's um it's pretty cool um I just started helping. I can't remember which year it was, but um, you know, like I um, when I was sort of playing music regularly, and and they were women. Keep saying we having an event, and um, they asked me if I could help with the with the with some tunes or some sound and um, PA, yep. and um, that's how it started. So I was just coming from a logistics point of view, and um, it's just developed from there. Um, and which which I've loved, um, just a great bunch of women, and we sort of you know, when we've got an event on we we meet and do the work and get it done and mm. finish it, and it's it's great um, yeah. I don't know, it's just it's it's been one of the most satisfying aspects of my life, I think
0: yeah, I think it's wonderful, and they do some wonderful events. I think that was the first time I ever saw you with Deidre the Combi parked inside an event, inside a venue. It was actually out at Lardner Park and I'm like,
1: It was at Lardner Park. There's no Combi
0: inside. Yeah. It was so so wonderful. Well actually that event that's interesting because at that event, you know, I was a coach on the tables and, you know, and I pulled that bloody sign up, you know, that I'll I'll never never no, I was going to say I'll never I'll live to regret it, but I won't because it was the best thing ever was I will launch a purposeful female-focused initiative. And, you know, yes. uh, Girls with Hammers was born.
1: And was born, I know, yeah. that was
0: wonderful. That was, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, they say never make a promise when you're excited, you know, and that, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs>
1: But look what's happened to yeah. you, my goodness. And Nikki, with what you're doing now, it's incredible. I
0: know. And so, I know, I don't regret it at all. But, um, and so, you know, that was, we, we talked about when we were going to have our first conference back in 2018. Well, I say back, it's only two years ago, but it seems ages ago. And we were like, oh, we've got to have music. And then I said, oh, you should have seen Nige's combi. And you know, Nikki's saying, A combi? How are we going to get a combi? <laughs> I said, Well, I don't know. And I said, I think he's got a little car too. And she's never going to get a car in up at where we had the, where at the venue we had it in. And I was yeah. like, Oh, well, I don't know. We, well, we need Nigel. We need, need him yeah. anyway. So, uh, so, and so you have been um, part of Girls with Hammers. Ever since as well, so
1: yeah, which has been fabulous.
0: Yeah, it's so good. And so this is um, you know, two very strong Gippsland female focused initiatives: Women in Gippsland yep. and, and Girls with Hammers. And and you're part of them. You know, you're the you're the uh, I won't say token male, but the honorary male. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we all we also have yep. Gordon who does our um you know, sound as well. So we have you two two guys uh, in amongst our big girly team and we love it. We absolutely love having you there. Oh,
1: thank you. And so do
0: all the women that come to our conferences. And I think that's the nice thing. We never exclude men, never, but, you know, I don't think too many men would um, want to sit there in in our conferences. But the thing is, and the reason we've been – we, we're careful about that, too, is we, we don't want intimidating men coming, you know, and sort of intimidate. But you and Gordon are just so soft and beautiful and, you, you know, you, you your feminine side exudes, you know, when we have the conferences. Yep. And we love that so much and everyone feels good. And, I yeah, yeah you bring so much goodness, Nige. Look oh, at me. I'm like, you. you're just gooing and gushing, <laughs> aren't I? You know, <laughs> you know, oh, you're our boy, you know. <laughs> Uh, I think it's wonderful and speaking of gooing and gushing um you you've now got your first grandbaby tell us all about that
1: yes Jasper has come along he's six weeks as as of today and um he's um he's a beautiful little guy so he's um Chloe and Anthony Chloe's my daughter and uh she's met this beautiful man and um made babies. So it's, um, it's very exciting and particularly exciting for Kath, is, who's, um, just loving have a, having a little baby in the, in the family. And, um, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, it's very exciting.
0: Ah, uh, six weeks, such still, still a tiny, tiny little tot. And, and he'll be, he'll, um, have a story to tell down track, will he being born in the middle of a pandemic? And...
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it was all yeah. So yeah, there's lots of people who've got stories. I'd imagine.
0: Mm, I reckon it'll be a big yeah. But he's uh, is he gonna be coming on um Mighty Boy? You know, you're gonna have oh him yeah,
1: sort of, like he'll be true. definitely hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> definitely hanging out with, with DJ Nudge.
0: Oh, won't that be awesome? Imagine yeah. how, imagine this little cutie like a two year old funking away with you. And, yeah. Oh, that will just be so good. Yeah. You're such a doter. I've been uh, looking at your (laughs) pictures, a doty, doty granddaddy. um,
1: He looks like me too, don't you reckon?
0: He does. He does look a bit like you, (gasps) actually. I mean, you're gorgeous, Nides, but I'm sure you were that cute when you were (laughs) a baby. No, he's lucky. Well, he's lucky to have such a groovester of a granddad, that's for sure.
1: Oh yeah, that's very. Yeah, that, thank you. Has that
0: changed your um your thoughts about like like would you rather be home playing with the baby instead of uh you know driving around the town?
1: Um, no, no, I'd still um, no, I I people say how long are you gonna do this for? I, I said I'll be playing music till the day I die. Like I don't have a lot of superannuation, so. <laughs> uh, and you know, like you hear stories about people retire. That's when they start to go downhill. So. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, I'll um I I couldn't imagine being retired. Um like mm. being self-employed, like I've got the best of both worlds. Like I'm I'm able to be in in business and I can drive, I can go as hard as I can. You know, like and it's pretty much mm. like I do do things during the winter, but it it is a summer game, I suppose, pretty much. Yeah. Um yeah. And um and it's seasonal. So um so you do get a chance to to recover during the cooling weather. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so no, I'd, no I'd, yeah, i no, I yeah, couldn't imagine me sitting at home um, Just too Just bouncing too much. a baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But but you are Doty, and have you have you kind of gone? Oh, oh, this has given me a good idea. I can do a kids' library of music. Are you going to start doing <laughs> kids' kids dance parties? I do and
1: like. And, oh. Um, it could come along. I, I do do the odd odd kids party. Um, I had an approach from a school the other day for, a, because um, she said the principal said they're looking to give you know, during COVID um, some kids some other activities to do. So that was refreshing. Oh, um, yeah. So I could end up in a in a playground for a one hour lunchtime thing. Um, yeah. So I I sort of think you know there should be more. Remember the yeah. days of the, of the blue lights? You probably played at oh, to those yeah. too. So I, I think that was a good thing. So oh, I think great. there should be more um, formal, you know, like kids, parties where kids can just go and express themselves and not care and dance and, and stuff. That would be good.
0: I agree. We haven't got all those things anymore today, have we? You know, all those where, where young people can gather, you know, and, and yeah. it's just kind of all this buddy Snapchat and TikTok and stuff, you know, and they're staying in their own rooms, you know, communicating with each other. But we didn't have half the problems back then, you know, when everyone was just, you saw each other on a Saturday night, you know, and you went out to the Blue Light or to parties or the local disco. And, yeah, uh, well, we can reminisce or we like I mean, we can't change the way the world's going. But, you know, I, I remember as a little kid, I used to, like even six, seven, I used to ride my bike out, you know, maybe 10 kilometres, you know, out to the, right out to this little country town to the tennis courts and then yeah. ride around the tennis courts and ride home again yeah. with my neighbour's dog in tow. You would never let a kid do that now, do you know? Just, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Really, you know, people might um, pick on us for being old, but I tell you what, we had a... Did have a bloody good childhood, really did.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it is a serious concern with with phones and devices, mm. and um, it's probably a good opportunity to give that new film, Social Dilemma, which is on net Netflix. everybody watch that. Yeah. Um, and it's about um, how we are coerced into staying online. Um, yep. so yeah. So, Social Dilemma. So, watch it, Netflix. Yeah, really worth seeing.
0: Yeah, it's a very really good film and it's true and it's it's about how also um you know about how we're we're forced down uh, rabbit barrows you know like uh, if i if i look up fiji next thing i'm you know forced uh, down this whole travel you know or getting all the travel um ad, adverts and all that sort of stuff and uh, you know i liked a video thing the other day and now i'm getting all the video programs and yeah you know and it and it and i I fall into the trap myself because i'll be on facebook and i don't get on there you know for hours and hours and hours i'll do like 15 minutes in the morning and then you know you know 15 at night but if i happen to watch somebody's video next thing i'm in that watch stream you know that that video oh i'm watching buddy, tigers and snakes and you know all sorts of things and (laughs) Nikki <laughs> say. how did you even get into that and I'm like I don't I don't know <laughs> you know and honestly I I'd, I'd actually yeah. broken that link that 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 I knew how I got in there you know so it's dangerous it is dangerous but yeah, yeah. but then again yeah. the internet's fantastic because look we can do things like this you know you know and um talk to each other well I talk to each other people all around the world you know and yeah if we didn't have that, we wouldn't be able to bring these stories. So double edged sword, isn't it? It's a it's a way you It is. So it is. um back to that DJ question, Nigel, that you can't have an interview with a DJ without asking. Um the most requested song.
1: Kaz. <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of your faves as well, which I've no. I heard you play at events. It's on your event playlist.
0: Is it dun 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 <laughs> It is. Is it Shania really? Twain, it is. Ah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, <laughs> uh, we we play that. And that's our lead-in song at all our yeah. conferences. Let's go, girls. Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> it's in it's oh it's it, my words fail me as to why it's it's amazing how popular it is. I I always wow. play it. Always play it. Always.
0: <laughs> that's. It's fun. one of my
1: secret weapons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the riff. It's the riff, isn't it? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. It's kind of got yeah. that power that draws you bang straight in. I wasn't expecting you to say that, but yeah, wow.
1: There's, I'm not even sure what would come a close second. Like, it's just, it's just in a world of its own. So, it's that popular.
0: And I used to get, when I was on stage, I used to get, play Eagle Rock. Yeah. Play Eagle Rock. And it used to come with a whole bunch of expletives after it. <laughs> play Eagle Rock, yeah. Wow, 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 You know, and it's like, oh. Yeah. And it just used to be, and then it, then it moved to Akadaka. Play Aka Yeah. And here I was at, at at you know gigs with just me solo at times, right? With an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Play Akadaka. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, well, I've got a one, one guitar. And you know what I used to do, Nigel? I used to stomp on my distortion pedal and bloody play it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and they'd all be standing there like, what? What? <laughs> I, love I can't think what the bloody song was.
1: I have thought of something else. Horses.
0: Horses? Yeah. Not the Daryl Braithwaite one? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I have to play that as well. Like, that's incredible.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Everyone. <laughs> yes. Yes, wow. yes, yes. Horses too. Yeah. So Shania, Shania is probably number one and Horses close second.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I would never have picked that. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. never. Wow.
1: Yeah yeah
0: what about shut up and dance you know because I I like that I love that song do you really you don't like it do you (laughs)
1: um
0: you can say no but you're not going to sway me you're not going to sway me from loving it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's amazing like it's I mean the kids that love it like I'm particularly thinking when I'm at like at a club or something like at the bank and and with, with Shania and they're all 18 year olds, 19 year olds who, wow. who love it. And it's simply because they've, you know, like they've loved the music generally that their parents have played in their yeah. houses. So yeah. that's how it happens. And that's how it's like this music will, will never die. 80s, 90s, noughties, it, yeah. it'll just keep, keep on going. Wow. It won't stop.
0: No, well, music's the universal language, isn't it? You know, it's the thing that yeah. keeps us all together. Yeah. and You don't even have to understand the word. Yeah. Like the Gypsy Kings, I don't know what the hell they're saying, but, um, you know, I can listen yeah. to them all day. So, it's, <laughs> yeah. Music's the bomb. Well, uh, this podcast is about, you know, like we're tr- I'm trying to inspire people to get off the bench, do things differently, have a crack at something that they haven't done before, you know, something that's in their head. What advice would you give to somebody who's like got a real passion for something, who maybe who considers it a hobby, you know, like music, like playing music and that sort of stuff because often the arts are considered hobbies, you know, you never make money from that. But someone who's got a real passion and they might be saying things like, ah, oh, who'd want to listen to me? Nobody's interested in what I do. What would you, what advice would you give them?
1: Um, firstly, a side project is really a good thing. I used to work with a guy. I worked for 10 years with a student union at Monash, and um, he said, Nigel, I'm so jealous you have a side project. I wish I had a side project. So I think it's, it's good in these, particularly now, like to actually have something else that is an interest for you, whether it's. It doesn't even have to make you money, you know. It's just um, whether it's writing or, or singing or or doing whatever. If if it gives you joy, um, you just got to, you know, make make yourself get into it and go and do it. I suppose. Um, and we and we live in times where, um, you know, like Kath inspires me, my my wife, where she has taught. She used to knit and sew. Um, back when the kids were were little, and and um, and now she's and just dropped it for decades, and now with Jasper come along, she sort of taught herself to knit to knit again, and and she just used to watch it on YouTube, watch instructions on YouTube, and she taught herself to crochet again, and that's off YouTube. So with the in, the internet, there's you can do anything, really, can't you?
0: Oh, you can. The YouTube how tos are just um, fantastic. I watch them all the time. I yep. try and do everything yep. myself. But it's so good you were saying, you know, like um, about joy, because I think we've yep. lost we've lost that um, connection with joy. You know, we've lost that whole. It's almost like no, I've got no time to be joyful. But yep. in actual fact, that's the only great thing about living is to find joy do you know like it yeah. doesn't matter how much money you've got and it doesn't matter you know we if we tend to make ourselves so damn busy that we forget to find joy and yeah and you're right it doesn't have to make your money but just find that thing that you enjoy and spend time doing it oh
1: absolutely and i think people are looking forward to you know th- that they have learned about having been forced to, to slow down now in these times and there's mm. so many and particularly w- women that I've seen that I've met and chatted to that, um, you know, they, they're hoping that their life is going to be a bit slower, that yeah. it doesn't go back to normal, yeah, whatever that is.
0: And mm. I think that we've got control over that, you know. We, we get we yeah. get very easily lured, you know, by um, sort of uh, getting pulled into other people's um, rushes and that sort of stuff but I think... Uh, recognizing that we have got the power to say no you know to say yeah. no I'm not I'm not going to do that so yeah
1: yeah. well
0: fingers crossed we come out the end of this in a in a much better state and I think you've yeah you've got to go through the blackberries to get to the nice green grassy knoll don't you
1: you do you do mm-hmm. yeah I haven't heard that before.
0: You haven't? Oh, I use it in no. all my get off the bench workshops because um, yeah, I, I you know it's I keep saying to people you know you can have that green grass in all, but you, it's not a magic wand. You don't just yeah. go, I want that and there it is. You you actually got to do some yeah. work to get there. And but anyway, it's um yeah. yeah. Well, I've loved this um chat with you, Nigel. I love any time with you, but this is sort Thanks, of special. Thanks, Karen isn't it? Because we can share it with everybody and not just have our own little conversation.
1: Can I, I've just, something else has quickly popped into my head. Yeah. There used to be a scheme and this is going now. Like I'm a big fan of being self-employed. Remember the NIS scheme? N-E-I-S? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still going. So if anyone's got the germ of an idea for a business, Google NIS and um, they'll help you. So I just, um, um, if you, I just love, you know, and I think it's good, that, and I think being in, in the age group we are now that, um, and it's people that are older are going to struggle to get jobs. And I mm. think if if you can manage to, you know, have a business, whether it's cutting grass or whether it's um, um, teaching or tutoring or whatever. Mm. Uh, um, but nice is still going so
0: yeah yeah and I think they and for for memory they they give you a seed grant you know to get you up and running yeah yeah. used to be I think it was 10,000 but I don't want to lead people astray with money with exactly how much but um so they do give you a little bit of pot of money to get your idea off the ground and get started into a business so yeah great idea yes thank you good no worries good Good, I'm glad we. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chatting with you. I would have overlooked that, but thank you. <laughs> and I remember to put in my workshops too, like, hey, guys. Oh, very know, good. I got forgotten all about it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Now, where can people find you? Like website, Facebook, Insta, all those yeah, things?
1: Um, Web page, yep, yeah, com, And my, I'm on Instagram, which yeah. which I enjoy being on that. It's DJ Nige underscore, and I'm on Facebook as well, um, so not, you know, just not hard to find.
0: Mm. And you're on LinkedIn, but do you do much on LinkedIn? LinkedIn, yeah,
1: yeah, like a post, it's actually getting I'm a bit more love from LinkedIn now, so I actually, and, and Twitter sometimes, I'll post about what I'm doing, um, but um, yeah, so LinkedIn is, I would dearly love to get into more corporate work, so mm. I think that's where, that's where that lies, yeah. so I'm trying to do more on there. Yeah.
0: I was listening to a podcast yesterday and the woman talking about LinkedIn, she said that only 3% of people on LinkedIn are actually posting. So it's quite um, non-competitive, you know, like there's oh, you know, wow. most people are just watching. So if only... Yeah, well,
1: that, that is interesting. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I think that if you get traction in the first... This is what she said, I'm, so don't quote me, I'm not a LinkedIn expert, but yeah. she said if, yeah. you, if you get um, love, you know, for your post in the first hour, then LinkedIn will sort of um, spread it to more people so yeah yeah it's interesting place LinkedIn, but um and anyway yeah. all of those places i'm going to put in the show notes so people can find you. you but um thank you but i've absolutely absolutely loved this and you're just a a champ and i hope people get to go and um see you at you know out around the towns and everything else so
1: and we'll be together at the next girls with hammers event whenever that is
0: we will well at the at the minute it's we're we're heading for may the 6th 2021 but um yeah hadn't i told you that night Uh, i I need a smack no you probably did. oh okay i hope i did my god um so may the 6th but um you, you know who would who would know um we don't we don't really know where we're going to be by then do we we keep sort of nudging it out a bit but yeah anyway at the moment we're doing the virtual events so that we can just keep people connected but yeah anyway i think you just got to do the best you can don't you at the moment and
1: you do you do take each day as it comes
0: yeah but it's going to be one hell of a party when we do get buddy
1: yeah can't you, wait <laughs> book me me for your party everyone yeah
0: exactly (laughs) exactly yeah exactly i think
1: there might be more house parties i think that i think that will be a thing yeah Well, i think yeah definitely
0: yeah well who knows but anyway all right well thank you very much no worries um, catch up with you very soon
1: okay thanks kez
0: thank you see ya bye Oh, guys, how was that? Dead set. Now, look, Nige is a bloody gem. He's an unbelievable guy. And, you know, like... You know, as he just said, book him for your parties, like book him for weddings. I know that we're not doing weddings and all that sort of stuff, engagements, all the things that we normally do, but we will eventually. So keep DJ Nige in mind because, as I said in the intro, he just he keeps the vibe going exactly how it should, and it, he's right on the money. I don't know how he does it, but he kind of just talks about it like it's um you know it's just a job, but he has got this gift. He's right on the pulse, and also he's um don't forget he's doing over the next. Uh, few weeks a tour around the wellington area so if you're from wellington in gippsland go check him out i'm going to put all those things in the show notes and go love him on facebook and um, instagram and his website dj nige and combi check it out in the show notes so guys that he's an absolute um amazing guy and he's shown us how we can switch things around and start doing things a little differently how to see the uh, silver lining when there's a, a you know, shitty situation and um, if he can, you can too. Anyway, I'm going to stop banging on and uh, thanks for joining me and I hope you enjoyed, Nige, and I'll see you next week. See ya. Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at karenvorn.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.